Hello everyone, I'm Dawn Granskiba and this is Snippets of Literacy. This episode was recorded on Anchor. I begin as usual with special shout outs. First one goes to new listeners from Iceland and the final one goes to listeners from Australia, the United States, India, Poland, New Zealand, the UK, Canada, Jamaica, Ireland, Turks and Caicos Islands for your absolutely amazing uh, support which has never ever dwindled. Sometimes I'm you know I, I say to myself is, is anyone listening and then I see that your percentages increase they don't dwindle and I'm so so chuffed so thank you so much for listening. Some time ago I attended a professional learning event where I was introduced to some for me startling statistics about the correlation between juvenile incarceration and low literacy or weak language skills of Australian youth. Although the data wasn't entirely new, I simply was not aware of how things looked in Australia. I was more aware of um, the American statistics and I had always suspected you know, a similar link uh, in the UK or elsewhere in the world, but I didn't know that things looked the way they actually do right here at home in Australia. And so I started to dig and I found some interesting information that I would like to share with you on this episode of Snippets of Literacy. So I have titled it Literacy and the School to Prison Pipeline. Um, uh, And this is, of course, season two, episode 26. So one of the things I found is that there is this amazing uh, lecturer, Professor Dr. Pamela Snow. She's an Australian speech pathologist and psychologist, and she's done some awesome work in this area. Uh, I know she's a researcher. I, I, I should be more prepared to tell you what else she does, but I do think she's a lecturer as well. I'm eager to continue reading her work, if only I can find some time. But you should definitely, most definitely check her out. She's all over the internet and on social media. Uh, I have her on my Twitter handle, so there you go. Anyway, this is what I have uh, understood from reading and watching some of Dr. Snow's publications on the issue. So Dr. Snow warns that for students who begin their learning from behind, so far below their peers, it is oftentimes very, very difficult for them to catch up. And that's because early exposure to the foundations of learning is just not established. You can listen to episode 15, where I talk about the importance of creating a home environment that uh, encourages emergent literacy. And if you go back there, or even to Literacy Begins at Home, I think that's episode five, I talk about preparing a child from birth to before they begin school, so that's the emergent literacy, with rich visual skills and oral skills and complex vocabulary and exposure to different uh, you know, sentence structures and, and so on and so forth. And I also mentioned that 
there are simple ways that we can do this. We can, you know, we can tell them stories. We can read to them. We can talk to them. We can play with them. Uh, and so there are simple ways of achieving these um, these uh, skills. And when we do these things, then our children begin school with the basic skills that set them up to be successful learners at school. And let me just stop here and acknowledge students with additional learning and support needs who, despite great exposure to emergent literacy, might still struggle and need more explicit teaching once they begin school. I am very much aware of that. Now, returning to Dr. Snow. So what happens to these struggling students, uh, she explains, is that without the right start, they continue to struggle during the early years at school. Uh, their more capable peers continue to do better because they've had a good foundation and they develop more skills. And then you'll find those students um, that I mentioned earlier, those struggling ones, they become stuck, they remain stuck, unless, of course, there is an immediate intervention. Before long, if things don't change, if there's no intervention, they begin to not only be stuck, but they begin to fall behind and they develop behavioural problems that may lead them to be uh, suspended and expelled from school. Um, Of course, not everyone develops behavioural problems, but for the most part. And I spoke about how school discipline can affect literacy development in episode 24. So make sure you have a listen to that if you have not yet done so. So some of these uh, students will unfortunately turn to crime mostly petty crimes at first. And this journey is what Dr. Snow describes as creating a a school-to-prison pipeline. So earlier I mentioned that I was unaware of the statistics in Australia connected with this pathway, this school-to-prison pipeline pathway. And I'd like to share some of those statistics with you. They are taken from the 2015 Young People in Custody Health Survey. And just a couple, okay? It says that 76.6% males showed severe reading comprehension compared to 92.3% females. And this equated to 83.5% for Aboriginal young people compared to 71.6% for non-Aboriginal youth. Also, almost half, so 48.1% of the young people, scored in the low range, indicating severe difficulties, with no significant differences with respect to gender or Aboriginality. Although these uh, statistics are absolutely awful, I just want to say, and to make it clear, that we're talking about the small percentage of Australian youth that are incarcerated. It is nothing like what is in other countries, thankfully. But I just wanted to make sure that we're not talking about, um, you know, the majority. We're talking about a very small number. Uh, and especially what this article, this this um, research was showing as well. So please have a read of it. Google it. Have a read of it and see for yourself. Um, so you might be saying, you know, Dawn, you've shared this bad news, uh, such dire situation with, with us, but what can we do? As always, my 
the reason for doing this podcast is to also give practical solutions so you might know i'm pretty sure by now that for me literacy is a matter of social justice it's about giving people choice and autonomy over their own lives it's about helping them participate more fully in society and there are many ways that we can break or at least disrupt that school to prison pipeline uh Obviously, I cannot discuss with you all the ways because this is just a snippet, but I have uh, written down three ways and I'd like to share them with you. They can be starting points for you. See where you fit in. One, as a citizen of the world and especially where you live, bring awareness of the literacy crisis and try to eradicate illiteracy starting in your own home, in your community, in your parish, in your state, in your country, on your continent. You might do so by financially supporting organizations like the World Literacy Foundation. And I have already spoken about the fact that this year I am an ambassador. So any donations that you make to them, I'll greatly appreciate it. Just write snippets of literacy podcast. Okay, so, or my name, Dawn Grant Skiba. Okay, just so they know. <laughs> okay, um, you could also volunteer at your local school to read to a child, or you could buy some books and put them in letterboxes in, in communities with, you know, poor communities with those where people are struggling financially or socially. You get the picture, don't you? So all I'm saying is be creative in the way that you attack this issue. Second uh, point is that you could show respect and support for early childhood teachers, primary and secondary teachers, speech pathologists, psychologists, all types of educators and people involved in education. Before you say, hey, 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 Dawn, I am not disrespectful. I'm not saying that you are. I'm just saying, you know, top it up. Whatever it is that you're doing for us, do some more. Our jobs are hard and we often think we're undervalued. And so your appreciation does help us to, you know, continue doing what we're doing despite low wages for some of us. Some of the countries where that I've named, you know, salaries for teachers are dire. You know, we go through emotional turmoil and we face all kinds of difficulties while doing our jobs. And again, I'm not comparing this to any other jobs. I, there are lots of people out there, you know, soldiers and policemen, etc., who really face actual danger. Uh, I'm just saying um, you can help us to help them. And the third thing, uh, vote. Uh, This is not a political podcast, but I think you should vote and you should do so carefully and intelligently. Vote for politicians who really believe that education should be accessible for all of us, no matter our gender, our racial identity, socioeconomic status, religion, or any other flimsy reason. We should be educated, we should be literate because we're humans. And so Investing in education is meeting us at our core humanity. You've been listening to Snippets of Literacy with Dawn Grant Skiba. I love you for listening. Mm-hmm.